So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 135, connection. This is true any time of year, but right now when I'm recording this, it's the holidays, and a lot of people have loneliness or sadness. Like one of my clients who's experiencing her first holidays on her own since her divorce. Her ex has moved on and is already living with someone and trimming the tree and doing all of that stuff with her kids right now. And she's going to be splitting time getting her kids. But she's feeling very alone. So what do we do? What do we do about loneliness, whether it's at a heightened time where we're more sensitive to it and aware of it, or in any time. Well, we can take a page from some of the behavioral psych work that's been done with addiction. One of the things that they found is most important in behavior change for those who have the most trouble changing behavior, which would be addicts, is connection. Having a sense of feeling connected is one of the most powerful ways you can soothe anxious anxiety, attachment, resolve and dissolve loneliness. Just make yourself feel generally better. So there are a lot of ways that we can create connection. Around the holidays, you can do some of the things that I've had clients do. Each day, writing one message to a person you know and letting them know how much you care about them, compliment them. It could be a holiday card you send to one person that day, but it could just be a text or a social media message, a phone call. That one expression of outgoing love and connection and appreciation on a daily basis begins to build a sense of constant connection. It could be what uh, another client did as a wonderful idea she came up with, bringing her friends in the neighborhood together to each bake cookies and exchange them. Just knowing that they were doing something collective and connected created a sense of togetherness instead of separation and isolation. This is even more important during times where you can't get out or see people very much, either because they're not available or sometimes it's geographic. Another client who's snowed in right now, so nobody's really going out. Or it could be from this quarantines that the pandemic created. So whatever the reason is you might feel cut off or alone, connection is the key. Typically, what we'll start with is any sort of spiritual practice. It doesn't have to be a religious practice, right? but a spiritual practice, at the very least, 
that moves us beyond just our sense of being completely alone in the world. One friend of mine who is atheist finds that when he goes to the Northern Californian redwood forest. He's just in awe of nature and it reminds him, humbles him to realizing there's something so much bigger that's going on in this life. It's that thing that gets us out of ourselves. That could be a meditative practice for you. It could be prayer. It could be going to your local prayer community or church. It could be online services. But beginning there creates a sense of very deep, expansive connection that reduces our sense of love. Then we do it with ourselves, looking in the mirror and doing the mirror work. That's part of my love-worthy toolkit. Mirror work, connecting with and talking to ourselves. Connecting with ourselves through action, the demonstration of being here for myself is like when in the middle of a day, as I'm finishing lunch, I realize, I just feel like I need something. What do I need? What do I really wish I could do, want to do, feel like? And then doing that thing. For me, sometimes that could be as simple as getting my writing journal out and writing a little bit of poetry for 10 minutes. Just feeling how good that feels. That I heard myself. That I heard the part of me that's saying, I need something. And then I responded to it and did what it needed. Then I feel less alone. It's like I'm not alone. I'm, I'm spending time with myself. How would I like to spend this time with myself? What would we like to do? Me and all of the instincts in me and parts of me, as Anna and I talked about a couple of episodes ago when we talked about the we or the multiple parts that we have. So self-connection is that second way we can start filling the connection cup. And that third way is, like I mentioned earlier, being able to connect to others, reach out to whether that's through virtual gathering, phone calls, video calls, get-togethers when, where possible. But even as you sit and think about a person, even if you just visualized a person you really loved, like another client of mine who's son is away and her parents are in another country and she can't make it see them. Typically she would be there. But by engaging in a visualization process of closing her eyes and just picturing moments of love and connection with them and then sending love towards them, reminding herself that where they are, they still love her. I've mentioned in a previous episode an idea called emotional constancy. I base it on the idea of child development object constancy, which is just the idea that at a certain point when we're a baby, someone shows us something and then hides it under the table. We think it's gone and it doesn't exist. Your milk bottle's gone. It doesn't exist. But we reach a point in our development where we understand it still exists, even though we can't see it. Milk bottle's still there. It's just out of sight. And I want it. Emotional constancy is 
this idea that even if you're not right there in the room with a person, that the loving bond is still just as strong, just the same. You haven't ceased to be his girlfriend just because he's in another city. You haven't ceased to be just as loved by your parents or loving them if you're in a different geographic location. So for this client, it was closing her eyes and, and reconnecting to the feeling of love with them and reminding herself, I still feel love for them while I'm here and they're there. They still feel love to me where they are. We still have this loving relationship. We're just as close, even at this distance. And to do that with people in your life as well is another way to feel the connection. There's so many ways to create connection. And there's no better gift you can give yourself. This is a time where we want to celebrate and feel connection. So go ahead. You deserve it. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.